Father, we thank you that even as we study your word tonight, you minister unto us by your spirit. Lord, I make it known to your children that I'm not trusting on my own human intellect, but I'm depending upon you, Spirit of God, to speak forth the word with power and with anointing. And Lord, I promise to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you will do and accomplish through your word tonight. Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Shake your hand of somebody next to you. Tell them, I am the highly favored of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Now, uh, partnering with God. That's what we are talking about tonight. This is part four. Hallelujah. Now, we have been looking at uh, the church in Philippi, uh, that the church in Philippi was a great church. Now let's open our Bibles to Philippians chapter 4, verse 10. It says, I rejoice in the Lord greatly. Now this is Apostle Paul. He's writing to them. Uh, he has, you know, he's in prison in Rome. Uh, he's arrested, and uh, so he's writing a letter. He wrote four letters while in prison. That way. So Philippians is one of the, uh, the church that he wrote to. So he writes to them, and then he says, I rejoice in the Lord greatly, now that now at length you have revived your concern for me. Yeah. Uh, he says, you, were, you have been concerned about me. Now you have revived it at length. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. So this is a great church. Yeah, that it was always looking at how it can uh, be there in helping the church in Philippi. Yeah. Uh, how, how he can do that. Verse 11, not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. So he says, these things does not change me. Yeah, I've seen, you know, people, uh, maybe in their marriages, when things go well, they are happy. Yeah, there is peace in the house when there is finances. The moment there is no finance, hey, a lot of fightings, you know, a lot of things. And if uh, Hotahela, you know, Turandanyana, hey, they are fighting over there. So Paul says, I've learned to be content in whatever state I am. Yeah, whether they, they are finances or not, I can handle that. And so that is why he says in verse uh, 13, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. You know, God takes care of me. 
yes, it was kind of you to share my trouble. And verse 15, and you Philippians yourselves know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in what? In giving and receiving, except you only. It was a special church. He says, no church entered with me in partnership. Yeah. Partnership is covenant, you know, that we are there for you. You know, we are partnering with you. We are in covenant with you. Yeah. In the partnership, uh, what type of partnership? Partnership of giving and receiving. Now, this can mean, you know, a lot of things. Number one, can, uh, 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 can mean that they were giving and Paul was receiving. This can also mean that they were giving and God was blessing them, they were receiving. Because you have to receive in order to give. So giving and receiving work together. You know, there are people that are good givers but bad receivers. When they're supposed to receive yeah, ah, wait, man. You know, now share my. You know, giving all excuses. Look here, just receive. When God blesses you, receive. And enjoy. Be happy. One, two, one. Yeah. So, we must be able. Because uh, this thing should ne not change you at all. Giving and receiving should not affect who you are. It should not. And so, this church shared, they were in partnership with uh, Paul in receiving, in giving and receiving. Have you noticed that uh, the first thing to happen here is giving? The Bible doesn't start by receiving. It starts by giving. And that's what we see. Where these two are mentioned, that the giving comes first. People don't understand that, you know, for you to receive, it cannot happen without giving. It's a principle of God. Yeah. So, a... Uh, you have to be a giver in order that God would give you back. Yeah. The Bible doesn't say uh, it will be given to you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Then after all of that is done, then you give. Now he says, do what? Luke 6, 38. He says, give. You know, you initiate. The previous verse says, forgive, and you will be forgiven. So you are the initiator. Just like uh, when there is an issue between the two of you, you initiate. You don't say, no, I will only respond when he, you know, he comes and says, I'm sorry. It does not work that way. You initiate. 
you humble yourself, you go to the next person, I am sorry. This is Christianity 101. Yeah. yeah. It's like people forget what Christianity is all about. Yeah. It's a, you, you, you walk in humility, I'm sorry. Now, it takes, it, it takes a lot of humility. You have to break the pride. Are you with me? And so it's, it, it, it takes humility. So in the same way, it starts by giving. Yeah, that uh, when you give, it will be given back to you. Yeah. In Malachi, uh, says time. You know, then uh, uh, God will open windows of heaven above and pour out such blessing that there won't be room enough to receive. Now I've dealt with the issue of Old Testament and New Testament, so I don't want to go there. Right? We are clear. So, uh, so. You, you, you initiate, you, you are the initiator, you know, that I tithe, you know, that I give. You know, then it will be given back to me. So God says that, you know, no church shared with me, you know, uh, in matters of giving and receiving. So you initiate giving. So this Philippian church initiated they are giving. They were in partnership with Apostle Paul. Now you need to remember that the church at that time did not operate like the way you know the church today operates. Yeah. I mean Apostle Paul, uh, they were giving to him. He had a team. He was working, he was living with other people, both Timothy, both Titus. Epaphroditus, you know, and other people, they were part of his team. He would send them, go somewhere. He would go with them. You know, he would be everywhere. So when this church were given to Paul, that money was supporting, you know, uh, so that they would not go on Balobata Merego. You know, but they, they would focus on the work of the ministry. Are you with me? You see, it's the same thing. Uh, the children of Israel, when they left Egypt, God said, you know, you know that he killed the firstborn of the Egyptians, right? Yeah, not only the firstborn of the uh, people, but also the firstborn of, uh, you know, of their livestock. They all died. Then after that, when they were delivered, God said, eh, 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 Israel, don't think that your firstborn, you know, I killed those and your firstborn, you know, eh, are saved, are fine. Yeah. Read your Bible. Yeah. God then came and said, your firstborn, they belong to me. They are mine. So every Israelite firstborn had to uh, serve God. You know, was was not 
you know, did not belong to the parents, but it, he, you know, he belonged to God. Yeah, she belonged to God as long as his firstborn, and also the firstborn of uh, you know animals, livestock, and the first fruits belong to God. All of that, first, 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 first. Yeah. When the tree ripens, the fruit ripens on the tree, yeah. every fruit, you picked it up, you give it to God. Yeah, you know, that's one thing uh, about it. You are not guarantee of the others are coming. And that's how God operates. Yeah, the children of, of, of Israel they had to pick up the fruits on the tree without a guarantee that others are coming. We all have lemons, right? Oranges, maybe, trees, and so forth. So there's a, 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 a group of fruits that will ripen first, and you picked it up. And so that's what happened. And so... It says about the animal, the first one that comes out, eh? if it's a cow, a calf, you know, and the first one that is born, God says is mine. So with that, there is no guarantee of the second, the third, the fourth, you know, and so forth. But what is God saying? God is saying that I want you to trust me. You know that I will, I will bring provision for you. Yeah. So it is in that obedience to God. You say, God, I choose. I, 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 there, there is no guarantee that things will work out here, but I choose to obey you and I give you the first, the tithe. I give it to you, God. And God says, then, because you have done that, I am blessing the rest that comes. When the children of Israel went into the promise, they crossed the, the uh, river Jordan, they entered into the uh, you know uh, the promised land, you know, they were not circumcised. God said, you know, all the people that were not circumcised, you know, let you know, let them be circumcised. And meaning that let, let's rephrase the covenant, you know, that we have. And they did that, you know, and all of that. Then God comes and say, you're going to be fighting and uh, attacking cities. So God says, the first city. You see, it's about first. Before you win the rest, he says, the first one. You are, when you get the spoil, you are not going to take the spoil for yourself. Says the spoil belongs to me. Yeah. So when they got there, he said, destroy everything. You know, I don't want to see anybody alive, any, you know, uh, the, the, the animals that God did not want, you know, like the, you know, you know, things, donkeys and so forth that God, 
that you couldn't use. You know, God said you destroy all of them. God was saying, you yourself, you are not going to benefit out of this city. And then when you find gold, you find great things of value, you're going you're supposed to take them, bring them to Joshua. They belong, you know, into the house of God. Bring them into, you know, the priesthood. They belong to God. And guess what? They did that except one person. Achan. Achan, you know, took the precious uh, garment, hid it and in his tent underneath. He never either destroyed it if it was not supposed to go to God or or gave it into uh, in into the treasury. You know, he didn't but he kept it for himself. It was valuable, it was for him. You know. And so he kept it. And so the next city, AI was just a small city. When they are supposed to go, they were defeated. People uh, 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 you know, were killed. And Joshua now upset God. We conquered Jericho. You gave us Jericho with fortified, you know, it was fortified with walls around it. Uh, gates were locked, you know, but you gave us. Yeah. And what about this small? And God said that because you have seen, there is sin in the camp. Yeah. And they had to discover who did that. Aiken was picked up. You know, and unfortunately, he was killed together with his household. Because, you know, to God, the first, when he says first, he means first. There is no argument about it. Yeah. And so, and then from there, all other cities, they were to take spoils to themselves. Are you with me? See, uh, Achan, it was because of lack of faith. He didn't believe when God says it's mine. He didn't believe that. You know, yeah. There is no any other one. Nobody will see it and then hide it. So, it has always, right through the Bible, it has always been a principle of putting God first. Taking an action. You know, and you're saying, God, I will, you know, I will obey you. So coming back to our text here, and so the Bible says here that, you know, they partnered. He says, no church partnered with me, but you alone in matters of giving and receiving. Yeah, they partnered with Paul. Now, as I say that they were given to Paul, but it was going into the ministry. Yeah. And also, it was refreshing Paul, you know, with uh, all his needs and, and so forth. So they, they were partners in the gospel. Verse 16, even in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs once and again. 
Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases to your credit. It says, you know, how he was blessed. Verse 18, I have received full payment and more. Eh? It says, you know, you have blessed me beyond. You have just gone out of your way to bless me. That's how this church was. You know, they were not giving hey, leftovers, you know, you know, crumbs. They were not giving crumbs. It says that I have received full payment and more. Next week, I will be talking about how to take care of the man of God or the woman of God and how that works to your favor. I'm tempted to talk about it now, but I, want, I don't want to go that way. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, you know, we will talk about that uh, next week. But look here, you know, you know, I, 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 I go to churches to minister different churches. There are churches that would take care of you when you're there, and they would take care of their pastor. There are churches that would starve their pastor, and you know, you know, they don't take care of their pastor and so forth. Let me tell you, it's always the case. Churches that do not look after their pastor, they are struggling. The people are struggling. The church is struggling. And then the worst part is that also the anointing is not there. But the churches that are taking care, that know how to take care of their pastor, I'm telling you that even when you stand on the pulpit, it just the anointing just flows. This thing is connected. Yeah. And so, it's not about just that, oh, Baba Tlakereke, I mean, Baba Tlachelete, they want my, no, it has nothing to do with wanting, you know, money from me. It's about the principle of the word of God. Anyway, so Paul says, I have received full payment and more. He says, I am well supplied. Having received from Epaphroditus the gift you send, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. Let me tell you, when a person is, is generous, the anointing is easy to flow in that person. When the church is generous, the anointing is easy to flow. And when people ask us, how are you able to do this and that and that? I said, you know, we stick to, we connect to the anointing. You know, we connect to our father, you know, Apostle Theo. So every month we are, we are giving to Christian Family Church as a church. Every month we are sowing seed. And that anointing is just flowing. You know, you, as a person, you, you need to realize that I need to sow downwards and I need to sow upwards. You connect, you give to the less privileged. 
you know, the poor, you know, the needy. You give to those. And then you also need to give to those where you want to be, what you desire. You sow into that anointing. It will pull you up. Are you getting some things here? Yeah. So, uh, that's how it is. Yeah. So, personally, we saw to Apostle Theo. Yeah. We saw into and, and, and Dr. Bev. You know, personally, we saw. We don't come, actually, we don't come in, in their presence empty-handed. Every time, when we know that we're going to meet them, we prepare a gift. Gift, and when we, when we get there, Present the gift because that's how it works, yeah. and we saw into you know people also less privileged and and so forth. We, we 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 you know we we want just to be you know givers because it's about sowing and reaping. You can't reap if you have not sown. You can't receive if you have not given. tell you that we went to bury my uncle uh, the two weeks back eh, last week remember that so now uh, this Thursday the elder brother to that uncle passed on so we are burying him this coming Saturday he's the one who comes after my mother directly after my mother I was in a meeting, and I see Mama Lume call, miss call, so I didn't take it. So after the meeting on Thursday, so I call her, said, oh, Lume would look at So uh, anyway, so now I want to talk about that Malome. That Malome, you know, was so, the one who, that will be bearing next Saturday, was so much you know, helpful. He has been, I mean, he carried us. Malobola, you know, Hona, you, know, you know, he has been attending. He's the uncle who has been very active, you know, and so forth. You know, or at that time, you know, the Tembisa, and then, you know, it was, he was there. And he is a good negotiator. He was a good negotiator. Governor, you know, So one hand, a good negotiator. Yeah. Anyway, don't listen to us. <laughs> so, so he, you know, he has been, he has been there, you know, helping us and so forth. And so, sometime, uh, Pastor Luisa says to me, you know, uncle does not have a car and 
always unsere Autorität gesehen und so fort. Und so habe ich gesagt, warum tun wir bei ihm ein Kahn? Das ist eine gute Idee. So wir organisieren ein Mann, wir bauen ihm ein sehr gutes Kahn. Und so wir gingen, das war 10 Jahre alt, So we went to this house, you know, and we presented the car. There is a car. Good working, let us see. Very good car. You know. And you know, they cried. I mean they they were shocked. They told everybody, Hey Buddy, I guess my name is Buddy, you know. <laughs> But even records, you know, yatala everywhere. Even, uh, they even organized a special trip December, yeah, to come and visit us with Ad, with uh, his siblings to come and visit us. You know, he was with the other uncle that we buried last year this time. So <clears throat> the one that I said he died of COVID. Yeah. So they came, the whole family. You know, you know, the other one. They come just to say thank you. Just to say thank you, you know. Eh, mwana sesi real leboha. Nesa zeoriki mwana sesi. Marbona, weke havari sesi, wari mwana aus. Yeah. Ah, mchana. Ki mchana, ki fitlego. Chani, you know, I'm Chan. Rest my lump, Chani. So, you know, so we, we look into that. We give, you know, and so forth. And so, uh, you know, some weeks back, we were now, you know, talking the pastor so her car, we need to give it away. You know, I think time has come that we need to release the car. Yeah. And so we were going to a question at her home and uh, you know, something are you writing more to the BMF and so forth. So so we went and we came back and then I sent it. Uh, we changed the shocks, changed the front suspension. We worked on it. I spent about twelve thousand. Yeah. Fixed it, everything, yeah. and uh, it's good. And so uh, on Wednesday, we took it to a pastor. Here is your car with all the papers and everything. Hey, Soka. You know, be blessed. And uh, we sign it off. You know, it's all yours. And so, we we saw up what we saw. That's how it. That's how it must be. And so, you, you know, to be generous. I'm. There is no way that you. You can be generous and 
God does not look after you. There is no way. When God speaks to us, I thank God. When God speaks to us, we don't argue. We just act. You could have seen the pastors and his wife, tears rolling down. Say, ever since I was born, nothing like this has happened. Couldn't believe. And so, I'm sharing this to, 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 you know, to also challenge you that, you know what? There is the system of the world is about buying and selling. And I'm thinking that if we had sold that car, that's it. We would have gotten, you know, uh, the money. But if it is it is sold, it's of higher value. It is of higher value. So we saw, personally, we saw as a church, you know, church is giving. It has been giving so many. I mean, we, are, we, we have been generous because we believe in sowing and reaping, giving and receiving. And so, uh, What's happening? Is it mine? Okay. So, uh, so what happens is, you know, we. Also, another thing that I want to say that, you know, when you give whatever give, whatever thing that you give. Make it a point that it is in good working order. Don't give anything yamarata because you're going to reap a lot of maratas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It will come back to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Of what? Maratas. And don't blame us. We were not there. <laughs> Amen. And so, uh, so this church, Paul says, I have received full payment and more. I'm well supplied. You know, having received from Epaphroditus, the gift you send, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. God will do that. So, uh, you know, so we 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 with this, you know, 
I shared with the board, you know, that we sense that we need to release the car and so forth. And anyway, so as the board, they decided that no, the church will will pay, you know, whatever amount, you know, and the church will sow it. So already by then it was gone. <laughs> you know, so I said it's fine. So, you know, that's what we did. And so, we, now, this is in being a blessing. You know, it will be, so now, the harvest, we're expecting a harvest, you know. And I, and I was thinking about this, that we're trusting God for buses. So, eh? So we are, it's a seed for buses. It's a seed for buses. Yeah, that, yeah, I've been looking every time. You know, we've been looking at uh, these Toyota coasters. See these nice Toyota coasters. Eh? Get it 22 seed. Yeah. I say, I love this, this, uh, you know, these coasters. And so, I'm, I'm trusting God that God would give us that for our campuses. You know, would give us that. Amen? Yeah. And so, uh, God is faithful, you know, to do that. Now, let's go to. 10 your Bibles and uh, we go to 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 1 it says we want you to know brothers about the grace of God that has been given among the churches of Macedonia for in a severe test of affliction their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. For they gave according to their means, as I can testify, and beyond the means of their own accords, begging us, eh? These, these are Philippian churches, begging us earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints. Yeah. They were begging Paul that, please, we want to be part of people that would give and support the work of God. And so, uh, I, I, I pray that this church would be like that. This church would be a church that is generous. It would not be a stingy church, but it would be a church that blesses. You know, that would be generous, and that would help in many ways. Amen? Yeah. And so uh, we see here that they beg Paul earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints, in helping brethren help us. 
And so, yeah, when you live a life of, of being a giver, it goes a long way. I can share testimonies in our personal lives, you know, how we have, we have given, yeah, and how God came through. So that's why I say, you know, tithe is dom A. You know, dom A? Tithe is, you know, uh, the beginning. Tithe is just the beginning. It's a first step. But God wants more than a tithe. He wants you to be generous. Because when you're generous, it keeps on coming back to you. Our heart was set already that we are releasing, you know, this car. And, you know, we're looking now for a car for Pastor Louisa. And this came up. And we look at the price of it. We're saving 100000 Eh? We got it 100,000 cheaper. It's only God who can do that. And so, you know, I've seen the goodness of the law. Really, I've seen the goodness of the law. And I'm shocked at every time God will surprise you. And that you know he will he will do far beyond beyond what we think. Now let's go to Romans chapter uh, Are you being encouraged? Romans chapter twelve verse three. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than you ought to think. But to think with sober judgment, according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For is, for as in one body we have many members, and the members do not have all the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Let us use them. So he mentions them. If prophecy in proportion to your faith, if service in our saving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity. The one who leads with zeal. The one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Now, these are motivational gifts. Eh? So, this is how we are motivated. But now, we realize here that in these motivational gifts, there are those that are givers. That's how they are motivated. Yeah. So, these, uh, even though all of us must be generous, must be givers, 
right? Are, are you following? You're too quiet. It's sinking. Uh, you're assimilating it. Don't fall asleep on me, please. <laughs> you never, ne? That's good. Now, uh, they are, all of us, you know, are to be givers, you know, to be generous, right? But there are those that would have this gift and that God would choose. You know, it's like God would anoint that these ones are going to go an extra mile. These are what we call the gospel financiers. Eh? American science. <laughs> Listen to the message you are, Pastor Zueli. So, uh, this, you know, God would just open doors supernaturally for them, but the purpose it would be, and their hearts already said that I am to support the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, uh, such people God would use, you know, for the kingdom of God. You know, I was thinking as we were worshiping God here, and I was thinking, There's so much that we can do. Are you with me? We need light. Still, it's hungry. <laughs> you get that? Yeah. yeah we, we need them. Yeah. We need somebody to do like a spotlight. Say, let's go, you know, theater. You know, it's a So, you know, we need camera. Drone. Hey, you're not you. We need all of that. You know, we need uh, that. I was thinking that, you know, when we come to church, we would have a great, uh, you know, great what? Experience of saving God. Let me tell you. Uh, you know, listen to praise and worship, eh? Because speaker has a second. Eh? You know. Oto tena moye mari. Moye matingu mwenyani. And listening to praise and worship got a good surround sound. You can hear every melody. I'm telling you. You, you know, you, you experience. So all of that costs money. So right now we have to juggle. Eh? You know, hurry. Yeah. Or at least what to what they get again. 
But when there is, when there are gospel financiers, that thing is not an issue. We're going there. Praise God. Yeah. Yeah. And Pastor Zueli says, you know, uh, here this person, you need to listen to this. This person says, in my pastor, I want to bless you. Yeah, I just want to send something small, just small. Yeah. And then, uh, it's one of his sons, he's in America doing whatever business and so forth. And so, and I come more, the landlord, where they're supposed to buy the land. It's about studying the process of evicting them. Yeah, but anyway, we were going to attach your your house, your cars, everything. And then he phones. So he's thinking, maybe over 3,000 or something. And then we go for cooking. High level. So he wipes the, the thing. See. This is 3.5 million. Wow. 3.5 million. Yeah, something small. <laughs> and then the person says, Niniga wey na mfundis, kifa wey na. So you know, so mama Ruth or yasuguti ya go beg. You know, don't be tempted. You know what this money is for. They owed 2.5, you know, uh, for the land. Like I had no choice. You know, so I called the leaders. And then I said, <laughs> And Yeah. <laughs>
you know. So he says it's amazing. Now here we're talking about people that knows what the kingdom is all about. And you know, people that are sold out to that, there's no way that God will not look after them. Because they know their mission. Their mission is to look after the church. Is to look after the servants of God. They are kingdom-minded. So I'm sharing all these things just to challenge you. Okay, you know, it's a Sokola 128.67. They're still battling with that. Okay. As I said, why don't you just round it off your time? Hand it off to the highest figure. Hey, that's so good. Is Robert and I did sixty cent there, and I was on a little banker. Hey, just round it off, man. Yeah. And step out of your comfort zone. Yes, you're tithing, but you know what? Just step out. I want to do something extra for the kingdom. These are gospel finances. Uh, when we talk, I come up here and say, hey, we need to put out lights here and so forth. Say, let's how you saw. The pastor um, just gave me how much is it? And then I give you a bill. Sorted out, it's paid first. Go and collect them. They come here, we, so, we put them up. Pastor Levata Zegai. Ah, a one FL, okay. Kirikilet A6, Ketagra. Yeah. I mean, now. They are the campuses. They don't have sound. But we take a speaker and say one. The Bluetooth. So we need to step out of that. So how can we buy sound if Reza Sokolaka hundred and twenty-eight rand sixty cents? How can we get good sound for all our campuses? We need to buy land. Whenever you juggle, you buy land. You know, you, there is this here. You know, there is this. Uh, there is New Jerusalem here. There's Makata here. You know, uh, so where, where do you start? What do you do? But when the resources are there, there is no juggling around. Let's go and get that. But that will take 
a church like the Philippian church to do that. If we are not a Philippian church, there's no way that we will do that. But if we are generous and we are givers, you know, we, and then, you know, when you work, you know the need. I mean, Pastor Luisa, you know, we, we know the need, what's happening. We, we, you know, we don't even, some, we don't even go to the, we just, we just, from our personal money, just, just do it. It's done, it's fine. We'll just do it. Because we know the need. Yeah. And so, we need to step out of that. Amen? Are you following? Now, let's, I want us to be like uh, this girl or this lady. Uh, who was such a blessing in Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9, verse 36. You see, when we talk about gospel finances, we're talking about this, you know, such people. Odokas. Tabita. Acts chapter 9, verse 38. And now there was in Joppa a disciple named Tabita which translated or means docas. She was full of good works and acts of charity. Eh? She was, this was a, a, a generous person. Yeah, there are people that are so generous, it's just in their heart. And there are people in the church that have really looked after us. Tomorrow we're going on holiday. You know, my whole family, uh, Monday to Friday, you know. And it's just a family that, that paid, paid for it. Just bless us, Pastor, you go. And they said to us, every time you need a holiday, just tell us. Anytime you need a hold, just tell us. You'll tell us where you want to go. Whole book. If that is fine, you know, you just go. And so, you know, and, and we're grateful for such people. You know, uh, people that would come and work in our house without charging us anything doing the garden and everything, they don't charge us anything. It's just, it's just their responsibility. We'll just look after your house. Many people doing anything in the background. It's amazing. I'll talk about that next week. I'm just giving you a tease for next week. Yeah. And uh, so this this woman was full of good works and acts of charity. In those days she became ill 
and died. And when they had washed her, they laid her in an upper room. Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples, hearing that Peter was there, sent two men to him, urging him, Please come to us without delay. So Peter rose and went with them. And when he arrived, they took him to the upper room. All the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing the tunics and other garments that Dorcas made while she was with them. All the widows, the poor people, you know, uh, the disadvantaged. Eh? There's a chapter in Pastor Louis. You're talking about the chapter mark. Chapter 18, 19. Go to chapter 19. You'll get the full story. And so, you know, that this Dorcas, Tabitha, was so much helpful that when she died, uh, the widows and other people said, not this one. Not this one. And so, it was somebody who was generous, who was supporting the work of God. Amen? Let's go to Acts 16. Then I close. Uh, Acts chapter 16. You know, Paul went to Philippi in Macedonia, the Philippian church, right? Now look at who was there in the Philippian church. Verse 14, chapter 16, verse 14. One, one who had us was a woman named Lydia from the city of Tyra, a seller of purple goods who was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul. And so, after she was baptized, her household as well, she urged us saying, if you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. She prevailed upon us. Now, she was a seller of purple goods. Now, she was a business lady. And not only a business lady, but dealing with expensive, you know, commodities. Because, and, and she was trustworthy because, uh, you know, people would, would, do fake, would do fake job. You know, they would die, you know, and got fake. How it cuts off once you know, the color is, is gone. So they wanted an authentic person who would work. And she was the one doing the right thing. And that was costly. Good business. Yeah. And she was a great business person. Now, I'm telling you that this lady, Lydia, was one of the financiers of the gospel. Because when Paul left uh, Philippi, it was her, her household, couple ladies, and also the jailer and, you know, uh, his household. So uh, that's, the whole, that's the whole church. 
but the whole church shared with Paul in the matters of giving and receiving. So there were people that God raised, you know, to finance the gospel. So you find that people, you know, God would bless people with businesses, and they would understand that their business is for the kingdom. And as they, as they do that, God, you know, just bless them. And God would bless people also with great jobs. And they would understand that their jobs is for the kingdom. Of course, this does not mean that, you know, it's all for the kingdom and when I, you, 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 are, you are, you know, poor and so forth. It does not mean that at all. Look here. Every horse pipe, you know, has water in it. So even as it waters others, there would always be water in the horse pipe. So even as they, they're supporting the work with their resources, God will just take care of them. Amen? So I believe that God has raised you know, people in this church to be financiers. People that would support the work. The vision is, is, is big. Thousand churches in our lifetime. I believe that, you know, God has and is opening doors. And what I am simply doing is to conscientize these people that this is God at work, number one, and God is doing that so that you can be able to fulfill your ministry. That don't say I'm blessed. And then as long as I give my tithe, no. You know, that's not about that. You know. And I believe, you know, I used to say that, uh, uh, underline, I used to, you know, say that, you know, uh, when you leave, you go, maybe go, you relocate, find a church, you know, and uh, find a church there and, support the church and, and, and so forth. You know. And you know, it came to me that God can send people away for the sake of accumulating resources for the vision back home. That you know, some of the people, God would call them, you know, go to Haute, you know, or go to Cape Town, or go, you know, to Devon, or go wherever, you know, and they would have, you know, uh, resources. And, and I come to realize that, you know, God, you know, it's now, I mean, we, we have the internet, we are online, so people can still connect with the church back home. So, yes, they can have a church where they, you know, they go to a physical church, but God's tabernacle can still remain their home. Because I care, you know, when they retire, they will still be coming back here. And they have their relatives here, you know. And so, 
So God's tabernacle can still be their home. Are you with me? So I have changed now my understanding. And my understanding is that you can go out and God can send you out for the sake of getting resources that you can send those resources back home for the kingdom. And this, I, I saw, you know what, Pastor Zueli uh, 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 was sharing yesterday, that look at this person, I mean, he went to America. And the church here was struggling to raise 2.5 million for the land, you know. But and God has blessed, you know. She didn't, he he didn't lose. Why? Yeah, lose touch with his church back home, and he didn't also forget, you know, uh, why he's there. He's there for the kingdom. Yeah, and. Send them just one payment, it just cleared, cleared the burden. And so now, you know, when people also people relocate, say we can still connect. So that's why online, you know, we have some of them are, are there every Sunday, they are there. They are out of town, but they remain in touch. As I preach now, they are watching. Yeah, they're following, so they're not missing anything. They are there, sent out as ambassadors, as financial to go, excuse me, to go and, you know, make resources for the kingdom. And so as we welcome people here, don't look down and then say, hey, Leona, Leona, Leona. those are important people. We need to start seeing them as congregants, campus, yeah. online campus. It's a campus. YouTube campus, we have Facebook campus, you know, and then we have podcast campus. You know, every those are campuses. Very important. Those are the people, you know, I mean who would be trusting God for something. And they would drop 100,000 into their account. Yeah. Yeah. 200 and something thousand into their account. Good room. Here we are. Love the record. important those people. Amen? We need to value them. We need to look after them. You know, you need to be there for them. Yeah. Because they are part of us. They are there on a mission. Yeah. And it's it's a mission connected to the church. So we thank God. But I believe that God is raising more people. I remember I don't know what was what was we were buying something. I can't remember. Or was it a land in Zimbabwe? And somebody just called, you know, one of those uh, people called and said, Pastor, I mean, God just touched Pastor. What 
what are we doing? What? I mean, the tithe is coming, you know, faithfully every month is sending his tithe, but he felt oh, there is something that, you know, needed to be. So I shared, no, we're buying this land. You know, how much is it? Can't remember, you know, how much is it. So I told him, it's in dollars and so forth. Yeah. And so the same day, I remember we were, we were on holiday uh, in somewhere in, in, uh, in what's the place? It's not Chepezi, but somewhere in Venda. There's what one dam? Eh? What one dam? Nanwezi. It's a lodge. Yeah. Eh? Non ready, eh? Eh? Kando. How non manedi? Manezi. Manezi. I think that sounds right. Yeah. That's a couple years back. So we were there. And, you know, uh, and then so he called. And then, so I told him, just a few minutes later, an SMS came. The whole amount paid. And so, it is such people that God has raised, they know their assignment. And then, you know, some of them, don't judge them by the cars. Eh, you're making a big mistake. Some of them are, they are, they are, eh, they look innocent, but they are loaded. And so, eh, so God would use such people and say that, you know, eh, I've called you for this. And as I speak right now, I believe that some of you, maybe you were not aware, and God is speaking to you that I, I have called you to be a financial, to be a gospel financier for the kingdom. Look here, for us to go somewhere, we need that. There's somebody you know, who came to the pastor. And pastor, wherever you travel, just tell me. I will book the tickets. The, the, the cost is on my, don't, the church must not even do anything. The cost is on me. And he has been doing that for years. Eh? Not for me. I'm talking about as a, I wish it was for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a, a particular pastor, you know, was telling me that this man, this is what, this is this is his assignment. You know, if I go anywhere, maybe I'm going to preach somewhere or I'm going to a conference somewhere. He just say, Pastor, the course is mine. Just tell me, in America, fine. Where will you be staying? You know, let's book. So he pays the whole, you know, uh, tickets, him and his wife. You know, he booked uh, the, the, you know, accommodation. 
gives them pocket money. I know that some people, this thing, yes, pina, you know, yes, pina, Maria. So, there are people that are moving at a higher level. And, you know, this person, you know, God, this particular person, God opened doors supernaturally in business and also in his work, you know, as a professional. That uh, the pastor was telling me, oh, you know, besides the business, uh, you know how much is he earning this person? When he told me, I won't tell you. He told me. God just came through supernatural. You know, promotion after promotion. You know, this job. Some of the big companies uh, that we read about in the uh, in the uh, on TV, he's servicing them. I say, yeah, I want to challenge our church to move to that level. Stop struggling, get tight. It's more than tight. Move to a higher level of generosity because God is faithful to take care of you. Now I've seen how God has taken care of us, you know, by just, you know, serving God and, you know, just by serving God, that God, what more if I was not full time, maybe I I wanted to do business. I'm telling you that God would have done that. Yeah. yeah. So but I know my call. I don't want to be sidetracked in my call. What God has called me to do. And so as much as God has called me to to be here, God has called, you know, some of you go out there and raise up finances for the kingdom of God. It, it takes finances to get the job done. Amen? Amen. It takes finances. Now, you thought I've forgotten about the firstborn. So God says, I killed the Egyptian firstborn, but your firstborn, they belong to me. And then after God said that, he says, okay now, out of the 12 tribes, I choose one tribe. So that one tribe is going to represent your firstborns. So he says, the tribe of Levi, I will take care of, you know, they will be full time for my service. And you, the rest of you, you will support and take care of that tribe of Levi. 
So that is why when he, when God came in and he distributed the land, he never gave the land to the tribe of Levi. Because they were not to be farmers. They were not to be out there. They were to be priests unto God. And the rest of people's tithes were to support them. So in essence, the tribe of Levi represented their firstborn. So when a person now was given the tithe, you know, unto the kingdom of God, he's actually saying that, you know, I am looking after my firstborn. My firstborn is saving, saving God. I am looking after my firstborn. So, so this thing it's God's principle and you know it will always work because it's backed up by God Amen did you receive something from the Lord praise God let's say this Father God I thank you for helping me to be generous in my giving to look after your kingdom and I know that as I look after your kingdom you will look after me in Jesus name Amen God bless you